Hello, everybody. All right, let's get started. Today is June 10th, 2022. This is episode 198 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Gladys and Shifter. And welcome everybody back to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me as always is my good friend and co-host, Quentin. Hi, hello. That's the smoothest... <laughs> That's the smoothest hello I've ever gotten from you. <laughs> Six years of doing this, you're like, hey. <laughs> I was trying. Hey, fellas. <laughs> I, my throat is, I don't know, there's something going on anyways. <laughs> we, we can be nice and, and smooth, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, my mom packed my lunch, and uh, I got peanut butter and jelly, like a free son. And I got Welch's uh, fruity snacks, uh, and I brought them here to the show to share with everybody. <laughs> with us tonight, fruity snacks, aka uh, you know, Fisher Fruity, the fish, uh, Fishman, apparently fish, today. Fishman, Fishman, uh, the Fishman. So I have to ask, though, which flavor of Welch's fruit snacks? Ooh, we all know that I, they are the best fruit snack. I like the, the multi flavor. I, I like to have a mix of flavors. Uh, I, I know there you can go like the just the berry or the, the straw or just like straight strawberry, I guess. Grape is an option. Yeah, island flavors are really good. That's my yeah. personal. Oh, I, yeah, island flavors are good. On top of knowing a bunch about fish, I also know way too much about fish. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're like, that's the big, like, we, we, we pulled the rug under everybody. It's like, you thought we're talking about fish? Ha! It's all about Welch's fruit snacks tonight. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everyone is very pro-grape. Except yeah. for Chili, who's pro-lemon. And... <laughs> I'm like one Not of sure. the few who are like, Pro pineapple when it comes like the cup like yes. the pineapple coconut yeah, I can see it, yeah. I'm yeah. very Ooh, pro coconut. Those. Thank you. It's really good. I agree. It is grape good. is like eh. uh, yeah. It's traditional. It's it is traditional. But fruity snacks I and I are not snack. yeah, we're not traditional people. <laughs> basic definitely basic, not. Yeah. <laughs> Basic grapes. <laughs> we're, we're, we're sassy and tangy pineapples is what we are. <laughs> Lime like Skittles. I'm gonna stay here judging you the whole episode, but anyways, <laughs> not for your not for your uh, snack choices though. That, those are good. Oh, for the jokes. For your jokes, yes. Oh well, I mean, there's one in chat that says I have another fish joke. The uh, DJs aren't allowed to work at fish markets because they're always dropping the bass or the bass. Bass, there you go. The, the doesn't bass. work. It doesn't work when you read it out. The bass it doesn't work when you read. Jokes don't work when you read them out. <laughs> Today on Melson I mean, Radio, not, we'll, not written jokes. 
anyway, let's all right. Let's just <laughs> anyway. Let's get into uh, we know what we normally do here. What uh, like you know uh, you know what 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 happened this week? <laughs> what what happened? Uh, nothing. This has kind of been our week off. It, true. <laughs> that, that was we it. did no no we did Tiny Tina. We're almost done with Tiny Tina. We did. We're almost done with that. No fish though. No fish in Tiny Tina. We took out the ocean a few weeks ago, so yeah. There's, there's if, if there's not a if there's not fishing in the game, it's not a real game. Ooh, I Ooh. like this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I don't think we ever had a chance to fish. So yeah. it's not part of the five uh, E rule set, so probably wasn't included. Yeah, that seems like a very gross oversight. Mm-hmm. I've looked. Uh, Fruity, yeah, I'm uh, disappointed. Did, what, what, what'd you do this week? <laughs> it's been a long week. I mean, yeah, that's it really has it. been it, a long it, week. It, it, I think everyone I've talked to, it's just like, it's been a long week. Yeah. Um, it's been. I mean, really, it's just been, it's just been that I went fishing earlier. Like I was saying mm-hmm. in the, during the pre-show as I, I did go, I went fishing out at a local pond nearby. Um, for like an hour, hour and a half before the show. Nice. I, I was going to say like a weird, weird site, like on YouTube, I got like a weird algorithm hit where I had nothing but like people doing like local fishing, like in like creeks and canals and like ponds and stuff like that. And they're always like catching monster fish in these like small, like, like local areas. (laughs) I, I have not yet unlocked that ability. I, I literally did just start real life fishing probably <laughs> like a couple of months ago, really, before the big season opened up here. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest I've caught was maybe like a 13 inch long pickerel, but those things are skinny. I mean, it was maybe three pounds. <laughs> I think that's bigger than anything I've actually caught in real life, too. It's It's one of those fish, though, that like, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't expect to catch it. So I didn't prepare for like, oh, how do I deal with this pickerel? Which is, if mm-hmm. you know pickerel, it's a predatorial fish. And uh, I'm like, all I, all I know is you don't put your hands near the mouth. <laughs> I didn't know why. And I went back and looked it up. And this thing has like Velcro teeth. Oh, no. Like at the top of its mouth. And I'm really glad I didn't stick my finger in that in its mouth. <laughs> I... I would. I see. This is why I can't fish. I'll be like, all right. Let me just get my hand in there. <laughs> it's, it's. I've got. I can do. I can do that. But I know now which fish not to do that on. It's the ones that look like they <laughs> want to eat you. That's true. That's I did watch. Uh, was it like River Monsters or <laughs> with Jeremy Wade? Yes. Like, oh my god! Like, what a great show. Oh. <laughs> The one fish behind you looks like that. The rest of them seem like you could probably put your fist near their mouth. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't actually. So this is in game. This is the Basilosaurus came out with uh, Endwalker. That's rooster fish. That one I wouldn't probably put my mouth. Yeah, into that one. Yeah, my, no. I wouldn't put my mouth into from, it either. from the name. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't put my 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 fingers near <laughs> that one's mouth either. But the rest of these, like these, are all just like sunfish and betas. Yeah. The- they look friendly. Top 10 fish you'd make out with. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I did not prepare for that. 
Number one, mole mole. Neither did I, and yet I should have expected it. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to make my other fish joke. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Fruity Snacks, before we get into uh, other things, uh, we have a, uh, a uh, section of our show where we ask our, our, our guests, uh, you know, what, what sort of things do they have on their desk? They're desk smalls, as we like to call them here. Like, what sort of knickknacks or, or little trinkets that you may have sitting around your desk? And would you show them to us and, and describe um, them to people? I can't show you all of them, but you I will describe them all. Okay. Just your just, favorite ones. You it, imagine that my desk was a Lego store. Okay. Oh, Lego nice. all over my desk. That's amazing. Like, so <laughs> to the point where I have a second desk. So this is like my personal desk, and then I have my work desk over there. To the point where I've had to start putting stuff on my work desk. <laughs> I ran out of space on my personal desk, but I have like the big Saturn V rocket standing up in the corner, the uh, the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> The mini Millennium Falcon. Mini. Um, oh, God. I have, like, the Tokyo Skyline. I have this one from, like, the early... The early 2000s, when... Before Bionicle was a thing in LEGO. It's not really coming through, but <laughs> yeah, it was, like, they were doing nights. Um, oh, gosh. Like, no, I have so many LEGOs. That's basically it. Like, it okay. is keyboard, microphone, pickup for the headphones. Um, an editing keyboard for when I do video editing, a few other electronics and Lego. Perfect. And that's it. it, it it's I, I love Lego as much as I love fishing in Final I, Fantasy 14. I mean, I've shown this off before, but I have a Lego hot dog. <laughs> See, I don't have a Lego hot dog. I should yeah, get one. Yeah, uh, it came with a uh, we went. We one day we went to IKEA and we saw IKEA has specific IKEA Lego sets, and one of them came with a hot dog. <laughs> I didn't know that, but now yeah. I need to go to IKEA. Yeah, they I was at Legoland a couple weeks ago, and they have Legoland exclusive sets too that had weird pieces in there. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think one of the uh, IKEA kits was, I think comes with like a plate of Swedish meatballs. So it has to. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Go to go to IKEA and pick up Lego and Swedish meatballs. I guess I guess that's something new. Uh, so uh, let's get into the 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 tiny amount of uh, of uh, you know news. That, well, no, <laughs> no, that's you know, there's not really any uh, big news uh, that happened this week. Um, except again, it's still Pride, uh, of course. So happy Pride to everybody. Uh, it's you know. Uh, there was sorry, there was no Monday stream this past week. Uh, I was very sleepy. <laughs> I've been working a lot of overtime, and was, I'm just I was very tired. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but uh, anybody watch Summer Game Fest or the trailers or no, no nothing. Just I caught more. I caught parts of it. You caught parts of it. Anything yeah. stick, uh, stick out to you as uh, interesting? Um, if there was, I don't remember it right now. <laughs> so nothing too too exciting. Yeah, there was a couple of things that I was like, oh, I'll, I'll watch out for that. But it wasn't like writing it down yeah. to remember for later. Um, I think Stormgate was that was the the uh, the RTS that's that was announced. Yeah, I'm I'm like a really like casual RTS fan. So seeing another RTS 
come out like modern day made by the guys who did starcraft yeah and various Ooh. other teams i'm yeah. like all right all right yeah i'll get into yeah, that. yeah that's yeah but when uh we were watching the trailer for it, my, my friend and I, and we were like, all right, this is either an RTS or a MOBA. And I think based on the name, it could have gone either way. We didn't know until the very end. <laughs> in, 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 our, in our chat, Chili's like, no big news. We had multiple game conferences. And Susan's like, that was worded poorly. No, no, I, I intended to word it that way. <laughs> it was not worded poorly. <laughs> There's no big news. <laughs> Because <laughs> honestly, uh, like the trailers, like there was no Elden Ring, right? Like everybody freaked out with Elden Ring last Game Fest. And I don't think there was like a, oh, like shocking moment. But I did find out, speaking of RTSs, I did find out though there's a Minecraft, like there, it's rumored that Microsoft will unveil a Minecraft uh, RTS. Uh, and I, 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 I don't know. It's just much like how they've released a Minecraft Diablo game, uh, like Diablo style, like looter action RPG. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'd play it. Like, if, <laughs> like if I'm just Steve and I'm just like, you know, sending out sheep to go do my bidding, then why not? <laughs> like, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, so there was also new patch, uh, 6.15 content, uh, in final fantasy 14, uh, myself, uh, will jump into some of it on Monday and I'm sure Susan will be there and it'll be uh, fantastic top notch voice acting for all to enjoy. So let's, let's put it that I've way. Done a, I've done, I've done the custom delivery and I did Totoro's quest and they're both very, mm-hmm. very fun. So look, please look, look forward to it. Good, good to know. <laughs> I, I, I'm very good to know. Uh, I will say there was one game that did uh, pique my interest, which is uh, Bear and Breakfast. So I, I, right. I, I, I assume uh, since they like mentioned Theme Hospital, I'm like, oh, it's it's not Stardew or anything. It's closer to Theme Hospital. I'm OK with that. So I want that in the weird, creepy forest uh, they mentioned. So with that. Uh, really why we're here is to learn about all things fish with fruity snacks because uh, you know hint I don't know a lot about the fish in the game really what you had a whole opportunity to say that we're going to do a deep dive into fishing well we... it's okay I didn't come prepared with fish puns so <laughs> you're fine neither did I but well you know how am I you know I could have used that to reel them in but <laughs> no not good <laughs> Yeah, you, you dropped the hook. There we go. <laughs> oh. Well. So, hello. Hi. Uh, Peter's Hi. turned me around this time. So, usually I face this way, but I'm this way today. Apparently, I'm reversed. You're reversed. Uh, but, uh, okay, so I'll face this way today. Uh, so, hello. Hi. Welcome. Do you want Hi. to uh, kind of tell people about yourself a little bit? What you do? So I'm Fruity Snacks, um, and apparently I've kind of become one of the, uh, I don't want to say the fish guy, because there are a lot of us um, who are kind of, uh, we'll say experts in the field, I guess. What are you, fish people? We are legion. The Council of Fishers was discussed it's a, recently. Yeah, it's a school of fishermen. <laughs> But no, I'm 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 a I'm a fisherman. Um, 
I've caught every fish in the game at least once, if not twice, some far too many times to count. Uh, I am the director and curator of the Aorzean Aquarium, which launched and or opened a little over a month ago on May 1st. And so about six weeks ago, uh, where we have every single uh, aquarium fish on display in a single house uh, spread out across 23 exhibits, all curated based on the region that they're from. And it's all decorated based on the region. And it's wild. Even the music. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I also do like, I have a little YouTube channel where I do fish guides and uh, help. Basically I try and help people understand uh, fishing because there's a lot. There's there's a lot to fishing, um, but it really isn't as scary as a lot of people think it is. And I'm not just saying that it, it really isn't actually as bad as people think it is. So uh, I I did go to the aquarium and I would I one impressed, truly impressed by how much work and detail went into it, but not only like. It wasn't just I I I, what I might have thought I was going to walk in and just see like a bunch of fish, but it was themed to every zone. And I and I like appreciate how much detail and, and time went into the aquarium. That was that was something that we really wanted to achieve when we were like when I initially joked about the creation of the aquarium, like this actually started as a bit of a joke. <laughs> As all good projects do. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> I basically it started as as a joke. I, I so the history. I guess the, the the history of the aquarium in a nutshell is in like mid March. I was looking to make like a venue for fishers specifically just to come and hang out, not an RP venue, a central place that people could come talk about fish, help about fish. I was planning on like giving out all the bait and gear. I'm known for handing out like best in slot gear to new fishers if they can't afford it. I have nothing else to do with my gill. Um, and I, I was, so I was doing research on all these venues and one day I was like, you know, you could bypass the tank limitation because houses, apartments all have limitations on tanks uh, going. It's like a four for apartments, 10 for large. Uh, you could uh, you could bypass that if you had an FC house with FC rooms. And before I could say, uh, I'm not sure if I'm really ready to commit the time to do this, probably about 13 people had already made alts on Marlboro to start putting <laughs> this together. Before I could even... Yeah. before the, the project had started before I had even officially started. Everyone just kind of jumped on the idea and was like, this yeah, it's like it, it's one of the it was one of those like that's a really good idea, and whether or not you like it, it's going to happen <laughs> and um and so we kind of just started building out from there, and one of the main goals was we really wanted to differentiate from like other venues that people have and have that level of detail and immersion of like you know if you're in the Lenosha exhibit, if you're at a real aquarium like in the real world and you're looking at fish from Asia, it's going to usually be Asian themed. Like there's going to be bamboo and to be like that environment is going to feel very Asian. 
Right. And so I was like, well, let's just replicate that. And so we started doing that and uh, 20, initially it was 21 people. We added it. We literally hot added the 22nd room the night we were launching, like the night we were opening because it just got so big. The guy was like, I'm doing this now. And then a week later we added the touch tank, um, which was highly requested. So we expedited that out. Um, and that took 28 days. Whole thing from wow. idea to opening day was 28 days. Um, which was 28 uh, days later fish. <laughs> basically, um, it was and it was ridiculous because we were like, it was every day I would finish work, log in like, all right, what's going on? Where are we at? Who needs stuff? We were I was fun. A, a lot of the funding came from me initially. And then we started picking up other people who started donating and just through donations. We recouped. I we were able to recoup everything within a day. Wow. wow. That's a pretty good community. Yeah. So, so now we kind of have an idea of like where the aquarium started, but we're like, where did your humble beginnings like, like, how did you stumble into Final Fantasy 14 out of love for Final Fantasy? Was it just like you had a friend and they're like, hey, try this? Or was it just like, I heard this game's got really good fishing? <laughs> so it was a, a friend of mine. I had just finished uh, working on a, a an update for a game. I, I did game development for a while. Mm-hmm. And she was playing this game. She says, hey, you know, you just finished Crunch. You need some time to relax. Come and play Final Fantasy XIV. And this was, it was like the starter edition. It was free or something like that. I don't remember the full story behind it, but I think it was right after Heavens were launched or like right before. And she was like, hey, come and come play and so i made a derpy little olifel and started and started making and just started playing around the world and really started to enjoy it and then stopped because i was playing some other games and other stuff happened and then picked it up again and that's when i started really playing it more seriously and started fishing and i was like oh you know fishing's always been fun and relaxing why don't we try it out here and i really just started doing casual fishing i wasn't even doing big fishing and then uh, one day I was running through Gadania and this little Lalafell, I should point out I wasn't a Lalafell anymore um, at that time. Uh, but sorry, I'm a bun boy now. Um, me too. <laughs> but, the Lalafell, uh, the bun boy pipeline, I don't, anyways. I was an Elizabeth in there somewhere. I, I realized that I really like characters that are uh, tall, lanky, and have long ears. Don't know why. Just that seems to be what it is. Anyways, uh, this little Lalafell was teaching someone how to catch uh, the fish Bloody Brewer, which is right underneath the water. It's in that little pond next to the adder's nest, underneath mm-hmm. the aetherite. Yeah. In, uh, uh, whatever that one is, New Gridania? Is that where the aetherite is? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is fun, and someone's telling me how to do it. I just grabbed my stuff, went in, and I caught the fish. I'm like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> okay. And so I made I was like, I'll just catch... I will finish the log for all the major cities. A few days later, I had finished all of them. All right, time to pick a region. Started in on the regions. And then somebody was like, uh, I was big fishing. And one morning, someone's like, hey, Ruby Dragon is up. And I'll say Ruby Dragon. And the, all the fishers in this will just like curdle and like hiss like cats. 
Uh, it is considered the hardest fish in the game to catch. One of the rarest. If, if it isn't the hardest, it's oh, the no. rarest. And uh, the guy was like, yeah, it's up. I'm like, cool, how do I catch it? And uh, <laughs> showed up to the window, caught it first try. And yeah, I was like, like, oh, that was easy. Might as well finish <laughs> it. And about that time, um, it was about that time the Ishgard rankings were starting. And so okay. I started doing the Ishgard rankings for fishing. And by day two, I was rank one and stayed there for the remainder of the of the season. Uh, I came in rank 10 on the second season. And from there, it just snowballed into just, okay. I guess this is my thing now. <laughs> and it's, it's been fun. Like the the community around fishing is absolutely amazing. Extremely supportive. I mean, about all the ones every, in chat here who currently hate you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a lot of that's my staff too. So, hi guys. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's just it's they're they're extremely supportive because everybody understands that fishing is a pain in the butt. Um, it is. It, it everyone understands that like fishing is there's a lot to it. When you look at it and you're like, oh, I really want that really shiny rod. And then you're like, oh, you have to go catch 1,100 fish to get it. Like, you kind of, everyone's eyes just kind of glass over. <laughs> That's a and, lot. Uh... Um, and uh, it's just, it, it, it is a lot. So everyone's very understanding, very welcoming with that. And I absolutely loved that. Um, I don't think I, pro- I don't think I would have gotten as far into fishing as I have by if if it wasn't for that community, <laughs> that's like it, it's also taking you. Why I, Heaven's Word was, jeez, it's like eight, eight, eight well, to ten years now to kind of get to this point. I should, I should say, but it was also like I should, I yeah, the time scale on that's a little weird. I didn't seriously start like I did casual fishing. Mm-hmm. I actually botanist was my first gatherer oh, in Shadowbringers. Was was my first one to eighty. And I didn't really start seriously fishing until uh, like October of 2019. And I had caught every fish in the game uh, by that June or July. Oh, wow. The, fo- the following month. And then so I just kind of do the whole fishing log in like a few months. Yeah. I think the record is one guy, one guy, I don't, I didn't see the numbers on it, but he claims that he was able to catch all. 204 big fish to get the Grandmaster Caster title in two weeks. Wow. Which is ridiculously lucky. Yeah. Um, not only for windows to align that well, but for also fish to actually bite. There are some of those, like Ruby Dragon, where it has taken people 13 plus months to catch. That seems so... Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with the casual side. <laughs> That's... That is my number one like non-combat job, it's, though, for sure. It's ridiculous. Like, I'll start. I can start naming off some fun little stats here about. <laughs> you know, like, it takes less time to clear an ultimate. <laughs> yeah, so I so I double check the stats because I, I wanted because I figured this was going to come up either by my own or by from <laughs> you guys. Um, the longest it took to discover a fish. Um, because when fish when new fish are added, we don't know where they are. Like we don't know anything about them except r- roughly the fishing hole that they're in, 
and whether or not they have like a weather or a time requirement, both mm-hmm. in many cases. That's it. And we know their names. Um, so whenever a, a new fish comes out, especially around expansions or around major patches, they add new fish. And so that's when we do something that we call the discovery period. And it's this huge community undertaking where basically we know, okay, like we'll, we'll know and we'll look at a fish like say cinder surprise is that's a, uh, it's a egg looking fish in Amarang. It has a little dragon's eye. It's probably one of the biggest banes now of, of Fisher's history. Um, that one has a time requirement and it has a weather requirement, which means it has, it can only be caught during a certain time period, during a certain weather or during a certain weather after a pre after a certain other weather. So in like, so the preceding weather has to be a certain thing too. And, uh, I think in the end there was a potential of, like 1500 different combinations that we had to test to find this fish. And that took, uh, if Tioto is watching, he'll probably tell me what the number is, but it was, that took about 10 days to find before the first bite. And it wasn't even a successful bite. We just got the bite (laughs) and it took like another day or so for the next window to come up for us to actually get it the longest it took to find a single fish was 45 days. Wow. Over a month. That's pretty long. Yeah. Over a month to find a fish. And that fish was in heaven's ward, um, which was called Bob Goblin bass. And it is one of the lower uptime. It has one of the rarest combinations of, of weather that you can get. Cause the Dravanian hinterlands stinks when it comes to weather. Um, I can, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that. accurate. <laughs> yeah. It can, one of those fish where it's like it has to be like showers into rain during a specific time period. And that's how they that's how a lot of the difficult like that's how a lot of fish difficulty is determined is based on its conditions. Mm-hmm. So if it has if it's just like a weather requirement, it's going to be up for 23 minutes in real lifetime. That's how long the weather window is or longer if it doesn't have like a preceding weather. Um, with some of the rarer fish, like some of the la- like the very last set of big fish added in the game are always the legendary fish. They're always the hardest. Um, some will have, uh, you have to catch a certain number of a certain fish to get a buff that allows you to catch that big fish, but you can only catch that big fish during weather, after a preceding weather, during a very specific time frame. And so it leads to being like, it has like, zero percent uptime when you calculate it because it's only up for like 20 minutes every 10 days um there's (laughs) some fish that are only up for 90 seconds every like week or two that's new that's actually a new behavior that we've seen in fish they've (laughs) never they, they have never added a fish that was only a half hour of window to catch i i have I like the idea that someone out there on the, the, the development team was like, what if uh, what if we uh, we only made a fish spawn every 90 seconds? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically it. It's every year, like every expansion, they have to kind of change things up a little bit because we've we kind of figure out the fish. We kind of have to. <laughs> 
Like we we yep. can read these fish like a book now. And and we you have to really tip the scales. Have to, you have to tip the scales. <laughs> it, this that particular fish was called um, Iliad Scon in Ilmeg, and it is. Up, I've been chatting about that one. Yeah, it is only up for it is up from eleven thirty p.m. to midnight in clear skies after a thunderstorm in Ilmeg. And that happens maybe once every 10 days or something like that. Like if it happens, you get two windows in a week. It's a good week. Oh, so there's, there's a lot. So you wonder if the dev team even does any like calculations for that, or they just come up with a whole bunch of conditions and they're like, yeah, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like they have to be like, yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> I think, uh, uh, somebody found a weather combination in Garlemald that at when they found it in January, it had a 110 day downtime between when it happened. Wow. Um, like it would like you had three months before it could come in it is highly unlikely that we will get a fish that follows in that weather that specific thing because they for now for now I mean, <laughs> you say I that love it. i would love it because i am a masochist when it comes to these things but um and you think someone on that team is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, we know they are i mean they definitely could but you have to find like there's there's people who who complain about i mean like and it's i say complain like i'm like they're wrong they're not wrong. It's, it's, it's a valid complaint that a lot of these fish really are kind of brutal. If you only can play for like two hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. It, not everyone has the luxury of working from home or having a job where they can step away for 10 minutes, 20 minutes to go catch a fish in Eorzea. Um, and, and so they have square Enix has been making strides to kind of make that a little bit easier. And we saw that in like the last expansion with some of the fish that came out. They were, uh, I don't want to say boring, but they weren't super duper exciting compared to like Stormblood. Stormblood has well the Ruby Dragon, um, which is like I said, one of the, considered the rare one of the rarest fish in the game, um, and and Warden of the Seven Hues, the rainbow fish um, that everyone loves, it has a lot of interesting fish. Um, and Heaven's Ward is considered like the worst in terms of difficulty. Um, like that is like the seventh ring of hell in, in fish form. Um, bad. Um, but they've gotten progressively easier. Uh, and uh, I don't want to say easier, uh, less brutal, <laughs> a little bit more forgiving. Yeah, uh, more forgiving then. Then. And I think, I think with Shadowbringers they went a little bit too far into the too easy part. So I'm hoping they kind of tone it back a little bit for, for Endwalker. But that's like insider. That's insider baseball there. If (laughs) so, with everything that you've experienced with fishing, do you think, uh, like in the future of the game, like not anytime during this expansion, but maybe next expansion or the one after that, is there anything they could do to change fishing or something you'd like to see make a change in fishing that could be? Still add that maybe difficulty difficulty level back into fishing, but maybe still make it easier for people that may not have the time to do like, oh, I have a 10 minute window to do this weather thing, but it's at 3 a.m. and I need to sleep for work. So it's like. 
I, I think it, so there, there was a skill. Well, I say was as if it doesn't exist anymore, but it technically does. Um, fish eyes is, is this skill that before patch 5.2 or 5.3, you would have to use it to get a buff to be able to catch the fish. And it was basically a, a GP drain uh, to catch the fish. So that made it a little bit harder because you had to be a little bit more careful with your, your GP management, basically. And fish eyes led to honestly like some of the most fun that I've had fishing because you spend so much time, you're like, okay, I can do this now, but oh, should I use this skill now? No, I need to save the GP for later if I get this. There's a lot of thought behind it. And then they changed it to what it is now where you can use it to catch fish without a time requirement. You can you still have to have the weather requirement, but not the time requirement. So I think to make things a little easier, if they expand, kind of, if they continue to expand on what fish eyes is, which they have been doing, where it only works on fish from a realm reborn, uh, Heaven's Ward, and Stormblood areas. I think if they keep working with that, we'll see it be a really good catch-up fish, like a good catch-up um, <clears throat> mechanic, like a good catch-up mechanic for people who want to do big fishing. But if they could bring back the old, like that old GP sink, I think that that could lead to a lot of really interesting things that they could do with fishing. Um, especially now as Fisher's GP pool uh, has broken a thousand. Like we can, we have over a thousand, we can get over a thousand GP now, which the other disciples of lands can't get. Take that botany and minor. Um, have they ever done, because I, I don't know, have they ever done a thing where you've caught a fish in one pool of water, and, and it could be in the same zone, it doesn't be like different zones, but in the same zone where in, in one stream you caught a specific fish, got a buff, and then traveled to a different pool of water in that same zone and had to catch another fish based on that buff? Uh, so we actually know for a fact that the game is not coded to allow that. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so one of the things that one of the mechanics for fishing is fisher's intuition or fisherman's intuition, where yeah. if you catch a certain number of a certain type of fish, you get a buff of a variable length, allows you to catch a fish that is basically requiring that. Warden of the Seven Hues, the rainbow fish, that is an intuition yeah. fish. You have to catch uh, 11 total fish to get the buff that lasts for like two and a half minutes to get the chance to catch work. Um, we know that if you get the intuition buff and it is active, or you're trying to progress your way to it, like maybe you need to catch 10 of a certain fish and you've caught five. If you get up and go ca cast into another stream, it either removes the buff if you have it or resets your progress towards it. So you can't, so currently, unless they change the code of the game, we can't have cross-hole fish. Get, and, and the only way that would also work is if it was intuition. You get an intuition buff in one, and then you go to, then you have to go catch it in another. Um, doesn't work. Oh, come on, square, let's cross holes. Um, don't, don't take that out of context. There's nothing wrong. 
<laughs> it not that kind of stream. Yeah, it's not that kind of stream. Anytime, as soon as it was said, all I could see is Susan going to the document typing a little cross hole fishing. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, so, so with that, like uh, we, 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 you, you touched on, uh, the diadem fishing. Uh, now, is there something about diadem fishing that you really liked? Do you, was there something about it you would like to see brought back or, you know, in the, in the terms of like the future of like maybe a future housing thing, or if we rebuild Garlemald or <laughs> like, is that something you'd like to see brought back in a different form? Um, Player me would love to see the rankings come back because I think it was really fun to have competitive fishing. Um, physically, I cannot take another ranking season. <laughs> like the third season, I was just like, my body cannot take this. It was that twelve hours right. a day of fishing. That sounds right. Yeah, I remember when Chili did it. It's it, Chili was just like it's, at the end of streams, just like hi, <laughs> and it just got progressively worse. Like it was like. I think rank one for me was 500k on my server and rank three or season three for rank one was uh like 1.4 million or something like that it, it jumped because fishing is by and far the highest way to get like the quickest way to get scripts and the quickest way to get points also the most fun um but yeah but i but i really liked the rankings mm-hmm I really, really enjoyed that that leaderboard thing. So I think what I would love to see is if they did that for ocean fishing. <laughs> they have the points and they have like they have at the end, they have the leaderboard saying, hey, here's the top 10 people. I think it would be really cool. Really cool if they track that on a like on a server or a data center or even a world level. And had kind of like how they're doing with PvP seasons, have a have an ocean fishing season, like an ocean fishing season, uh, ocean fishing season. Words are hard. I think that would be really fun. I think like that would get more people into ocean fishing than just uh, than just to level because it is by and far the, the fastest way to get white scripts and to level. Um, and I think it would like there's a lot of there's a lot of actual like legitimate skill and knowledge that can give you an advantage uh, in that. And I'm saying that knowing that the guy who I think holds the world record is listening to this right now. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> I, I, I know in World of Warcraft that on Sunday in Stranglethorn Vale. There is a Stranglethorn fishing tournament every Sunday, which was a lot of fun. Like, especially if you liked fishing and wow, which, you know, it gave you something to do. It wasn't it wasn't as in, in depth as it is in, in, in uh, Final Fantasy 14, but it was something interesting that I, I, I never really saw in another MMO. And I would love to see like what Square could do with that or what Yoshi P could like really bring to the dev team and say, well, like, what if we did like a fishing tournament like every other week or like once a month, there's like a big fishing tournament in Limsa or on the fishing boat or like, you know, you people queue for it and like, there's a ranking system and you know, you might have to like go a couple trips or whatever. And I, I think it would be great. Like it could unlock like special fishing gear and stuff like that. Everybody can participate. Like it, it's, it's, it could be a lot of fun. 
And it's really hard to bot. Like you can't, you can't do like that. But Square Enix, if you're watching legally, I am speaking about this as a way of not condoning it. Um, and I never would. <laughs> um, but like occasionally we have found bots on the ocean fishing thing. Like there's, there's a lot of botting that's happening in fishing right now. Um, uh, especially around the, in the diadem and uh, white script farms. We haven't figured out why they're farming white scripts, but they are. Just yeah. don't know why. It's just it, it's it's really good. Can you like it's a really it, good farm, but it, is it something you could do to flip to sell something for Gil? We think we think it's yeah. We think it's yeah, material. Yeah. We're thinking material. Uh, yeah, and sand, sand. because the you can get tied aether sand. I think with white script. Yeah, or any of the sands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, either way, it's a, it's a Gil farming scheme, which sucks. It really does suck because it does make it doesn't it, it really makes fishing look bad. Mm-hmm. But with ocean fishing, you can bot in ocean fishing, and your score still stinks. <laughs> um, like, I mean, it's good. I mean, you could have pretty decent score bot. Uh, we, I, I have seen it. I should say, not sp- I am not speaking from experience here. I do not do that. Um, but we have, we no, have no, found no. people who do. We, we have seen people who do bot in ocean fishing. We have seen their scores, and they're not. Like they're okay. I can you can do better if you're thinking about it, get, just a little bit. Get wrecked. Um, and and so I think like that would be really fun. Is if if you can just do the rankings, it's it just and then get like you get a triple triad card or something like that. It, that's the other grind. Uh, I I would think like adding like uh, a special like fisherman's outfit with pole, like a special like outfit, like fishing outfit with a pole, like because glamour is the true end game. Yeah, like yeah. A good I think I think line. it would be. I think it would be like. I would probably do a currency. Like every yeah. win gets like if you come in like like first, second, and third, gets you like five, four, three, and then like two if you're in like the top five, and nothing if you're out of that because you're a scrub. Um, it, it, I think, and then make it based on that. I think that that would be really fun because then that would keep you going. It doesn't take that long. It's like fishing the ocean fishing trip. Once you get in there, it takes 25 minutes. It's like, it's not that long. Um, you do it once you rank up, you do it like the triple triad tournaments. You just do it. You do it for a week and then you don't do it for a week. Then you do it for a week and then yeah. you don't like they have the systems in place. They just have to add it for, for yeah. ocean fishing. Ocean fishing's the new gold saucer event. What if it's the worst glamour? I mean, it's all gambling in the end, so. Like, the worst glamour. It's like, what fun. if it's, it is, like, a really good fun system, but then they put the worst glamour to it? Like, it is, like, white boy summer. It's, like, shorts with, like, little anchors on them and topside sparries. <laughs> like, a button. <laughs> like, with people a. People would go for it. <laughs> you're right. You're, you're, you're right. People, people would still, still go for it. Go I, I would wear it just to be like, look. I'm better at fishing. I did it. I I did it. I did it. I fished my way to some topside spirits. I slaved through this. It's mine. (laughs) Um, But I think like with ocean fishing, they could do a lot. I think. uh, I don't know, like the restoration of Garlemald. If that is a thing, I probably expect it in like 8.0 or 9.0. Oh, yeah, no, that's what um, will happen for sure. Um, Base fish. 
<sighs> oh, actually, you know how you would get people to do ocean fishing for that is if you make if you make an at level spear fishing gig uh, jig be the reward from it. Yeah, we currently don't we don't have anything. So we don't we don't we get one offhand at level sixty one, and that is our best in slot offhand forever. It hurts. I I dislike that so much. It bothers me that there that there's you only don't even one. fish. No, I I do though, and I have, and like I liked I even the changes to spear fishing were so good. Like I I, I oh, actively I love the the changes to spear fishing. I what was bothers me so is that I cannot close. replace that gig. <laughs> yeah, I was. It's yeah. I think I made the joke. It was like you go through and it's like botanist eye level five sixty minor I like, like <laughs> minor. I level 560 Fisher 373. Yeah. And that's what bothers me about it. It's like, uh, like it hurts. <laughs> like why? It, why? Three. It's 528. Oh, it's so bad. Just, just, uh, just give us and a new one. Why? <sighs> it, it, it's, it, though it, it's beneficial for us because it is like a huge chunk of GP, which is why we're able to break over. A thousand now. I think we can hit ten fifty. Do full GP melts plus food. You can do over a thousand, which is really, really good for ocean fishing. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. I know what it's like to complete all those ocean fishing quests and and then run, and, you know get a shark. I felt so good. I was like, I did it. <laughs> yeah, the aquarium. Uh, last week. Last week. Last week. It's been a long week. Um, yes. We did a we did an ocean fishing shark event, the Sharkapalooza, and we invited everyone to the aquarium. We gave them bait, gave them the cordials, we gave them the food to, and then we put them into parties and we told them, "Here's what you need to do specifically in each zone to be able to get the most points, so that you have a chance at at, at the shark mount." And I think. <laughs> Uh, on top of almost breaking our house, um, uh, we hit the housing cap in our in our small, and we learned that we we greatly underestimated the amount of people who were going to show up. <laughs> um, ran out of bait twice, and we started with eight thousand <laughs> of, of each one. It's like, and so yeah. it was it got, it got nuts. Um, I want to be there when someone's like, "We need more worms." It's <laughs> basically what it was. Okay, we need more plump worm. I'm like, crap. <laughs> um. Oh, where we? Yeah. So, like, we were we 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 just did that with the, the shark mount thing last week. That was kind of the response that a lot of people who were like, it was either like, oh my god, I finally got it. Thank you so much. Or I was this close, but now I know I can. And I'm actually been getting tweets in this past week. I think maybe two or three four people or so will either tweeted at me or added me on discord saying, Hey, thanks to your event. I have been able to, to get this mount. Thank you. Nice. And, and I'm like, all right, cool. It was worth it. And we will be doing those again. Um, I don't know at what cadence, because that was a lot um, to handle. I think uh, number, I think numbers wise, we handed out over, probably close to 50,000 pieces of bait, a thousand cordials. There was 168 people who came in across two voyages. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I don't know at what cadence, but we will be doing those again um, for sure on at the at the aquarium. Um, you yeah. learned a lot about figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, after you did that first time, the logistics become a lot easier the second time you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. We're we're actually talking about um, expanding. Uh, we tried to get a large, and we had. 26 of 51 bids on a large and we lost uh the winning and and and, i mean it's like it was fair that's like i'm not i wasn't i wasn't planning on going for the large but we were like it's a perfect spot it'll probably be the best chance we can um one of our staff members is like tataru at getting money and suddenly somehow came up with like he's like all right i'm donating another 240 million for this like just yeah, we yeah. have one of those. Yeah, we get it. We have to give it back when we're done, but we can use it for now. Type of thing. Um, and uh, we had entries twenty three and twenty five, and the winning entry was twenty four. Sounds right. Close. And so um, we didn't get the large, uh, but we did pick up a small in the same ward that the aquarium is in now. And I think today we were talking about what we want to do with it. And one of the ideas is making a specific event center mm-hmm. um, specifically to hold these events, because if this is the number of people that we're going to be pulling in, we can't be constantly rearranging the, the fishing charter, the fishing charter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we have, so we have C-Lap. another house in the same one. Yeah. C-Lap. Specifically, uh, somebody was looking for Ward 20 plot 20s. We could have C Lab 2020. <laughs> um, oh, I was hoping for 2021. <laughs> no, we we but we didn't we didn't get that. So we have but we have two smalls in uh, Ward 16, the mm-hmm. subdivision, and we'll probably convert that second one into. Uh, it'll be aquarium based. Like we have decided, we are doing. We had to. It's amazing that we've had this discussion because I would never have thought that we would have been like a month ago. Is we're already planning like we're we already know what we're going to be doing for the next six months, like in terms of events, in terms of exhibits. Um, we already have. We're starting to talk about uh, a new museum. Completely do it like basically doing it all over again for another for another thing not related to fishing um we're scoping out uh potentially setting up an aquarium on the eu data center so that our friends over in the eu can can enjoy that and we're doing that and i should i should point out we're not necessarily doing that um actually i should i should say this is this is the perfect example of why fishers are ridiculous uh, we're not necessarily doing that because we want like the Europeans to feel included in this because, you know, just make an alt. Come on over, guys. Um, yep. uh, it's because we want to. <laughs> we just want <laughs> to walk through hell again. Um, so wasn't hard enough the first it, time. Yeah, I mean, it only took, us 28, only took us 28 days and we already had the blueprints, like all the hard stuff's done. <laughs> um, so like we're we're already starting to talk about like what are we going to do with this newfound uh, I don't want to say like fame because that's not really it but like <laughs> prominence 
recognition. I, th- yeah, re- like there has been so many times I will walk through Limsa, and someone will wave at me and be like, "Hey, Fishman!" <laughs> happened to me today. Um, <laughs> and it's and it's just it's like okay, let's let's do this, and my fish empire will grow on the body of fish. <laughs> um, but it's like it's kind of grown from this idea of just having a little lounge for fishers to hang out in and growing into this, like we're talking about like a network of museums now of like, what are museums that we could kind of based around the aquarium style. We could replicate that experience for other things. And that's kind of what we're starting to scope out in a way um, and see, is that even possible? And the answer will probably be, I don't know, let's go find out. <laughs> let's just do it anyways. Yeah, just see what do it anyways, and, and we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. And it's it's really it's 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 been really fun just kind of doing all this of just like waking up and checking your DMs overnight. Be like, hey Fruity, I had this idea. And I'm like, that's a great idea. We'll slate it for early next year. It's too many projects. Yeah, God. Um, but like, yeah, no, like we have, we have a lot. We, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. We have a ton. And that's on top of the like the events you're already holding all the time, right? Like you have a lot of events going on. Yeah, seems. we had like we had the shark event last week. We have yep. the Warden of the Seven Hues Pride Celebration on the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably do something for Moonfire Fair. We're submitting some stuff for LunarCon. Um, so I hope we can do stuff with LunarCon. Um, I have basically, I have stuff all planned out until All Saints Wake. <laughs> like this October. And for, for All Saints Wake. And that's only because I really wanted to make a pun. I was actually the, that was actually the first event that I planned. Uh, before yeah. any of the other ones. Before the aquarium even opened. I'm like, alright, we're doing a Halloween event called all tanks wait all tanks wake yep and uh that's it all i have so far yeah <laughs> but we're doing it we're calling it all tanks wake yeah yep love it um but nothing but spooky fish in a haunted house <laughs> yeah so there's there's yeah so there's a lot there's there's a lot going on and it's kind of now my dream and goal to have a network of museums and or cultural venues um, to kind of offset the balance of clubs and lounges and stuff. Not that they're bad. I have a place. I don't hate them. Uh, but also, like, it, it gets something a little different. tired. Yeah. It's something different. And it's, we've had people come in who are like, uh, who are like, hey, we came here on our honeymoon after they got married in game. Um, I hope, at least. It was your real honeymoon. <laughs> One, I'm extremely honored. Two, eh, no, no, I, I agree with you. I, you know, this game needs less dance clubs and more culture. Honestly. Yeah. So, like, like some of the ideas of museums, like we were talking about, like an art museum. Uh, somebody suggested a fashion museum at one point. Um, natural history museum, and all of these are like we could totally do these. Yeah. But we're actually limited because, like, the natural history museum, I would be all over. But there's an issue. There's not a lot of indoor decorations that are rocks. <laughs> yeah. Really not. Yeah. So, so we're we're actually limited to what the 
the game can provide us. So I'm so, I'm hoping that as you know maybe through six point and hoping that I'm hoping Square Enix saw this aquarium and they kind of go okay maybe this is something we can kind of poke at um, and do. But yeah, I think I kind of just walked a couple of circles around whatever we were originally talking about that. But it's kind of like the big thing though is yeah, when they they yeah. give miners the ability to like take geodes and make them like housing items. Yeah, it's. There is, I think we have kind of cracked this market in a way. If we're, t- if we're talking like business terms, we have found an untapped market of, of things that we can now do, of just possibilities within the game. And uh, if, if somebody else isn't going to do it, I am. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you yeah, yeah, I will... I will, I will, I will see these things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. I find it a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, uh, I know we're uh, we're close on time, but I have a couple more questions for you. You, you kept saying we through all of this, so I, I want to know what kind of team you're working with. Like, how many people uh, did you, you know? Did you did you meet on some CD like Square Enix back alley fish forum? Like <laughs> that's just that's just RFC. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So the team, the initial team uh, at launch was about twenty or so people, including myself, and they were almost all from uh, the Fisherman's Horizon Discord, uh, mm-hmm. aka the Fish Cord. And that because that's initially where the idea got started. Um, and as somebody in the comments pointed out, as I was bullied into doing it, um, uh, that's where it got started. And we met up with this one community that somebody in the fish court was like really good friends with the owner of or, like one of the leads of this housing community. And so we partnered with them at a house. And within like three hours, we already like within three hours of me going, okay, let's do this. We had a house. We had like 10 volunteers already going with alts. We already had like two or three rooms going. We had an idea of what we were going to be doing. So a lot of these volunteers are um, either housing enthusiasts or fishers. Most are fishers. Um, And since then, we have grown um, just from since launching. People are like, I want to help. I'm like, cool. Can you make an alt? Sure. Okay. And 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 that's how we've been doing it. Um, so I think we're up to 30 or so people now. And we have our own Discord. Like we have our own, like the Aorzean the Aquarium has its own Discord now <laughs> that uh, we operate out of. So like all the planning is happening there. All the discussions about future projects, all that stuff is all in that in that Discord. And I think, I think we're at like 30 people now. I have to look. Pretty good sized team. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're all over too. It's not just Crystal um, 31. Uh, it, we're not just, it's not just Crystal. We've had, I think, Light, Aether, and Primal on top of Crystal are all represented. Maybe Materia too. Kyrie, tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, so, like, we have people from all over the world who are contributing to this. 
continue to contribute to this. Uh, and we've started seeing uh, people like on other data centers who have been like, hey, this is really cool. How can I help from like Europe or Tonberry or something like that? And so we're starting to figure out how we can bring those people in as well. Cool. And eventually worldwide fish domination. <clears throat> yeah, 100%. Okay. This is it, it, the, I really, it's, there's like when you look at a game it's like all right these are all the major points mm-hmm. in a game when you look at just like the fishing timeline ocean fishing was a big change like that brought a lot more people into fishing as made it easier to access and i feel like kind of tooting my own horn here, I feel like the Aorzean Aquarium in itself has kind of become its own little inflection point. A lot more people are now seeing. It's not just leveling. It's like they're now able to visually see uh, fish. Like they're able to see the result of it. They're able to see all 183 species of aquarium fish. Just people who come into the aquarium and are like, I had no idea this fish existed. What is this fish? How can I catch it? And we will happily tell you what it is and how to catch it. We'll probably even give you bait if we have it. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's basically been this big thing where a lot of people are now going fishing. People are going for their shark mouth. They're doing ocean fishing. I think that that is absolutely amazing because, like, like I said at the start, the fishing community is amazing. Um, they're extremely understanding because everybody has to wade through the same cesspool of fish, aether <laughs> chemical pool. If we want to get lore friendly, um, here of of just it, yes, and then and and so the more people who can experience it, in my mind, the better. Uh, I have one last. It's definitely question. about a resurgence. Of yeah. Interest. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, and I'm going to and I will keep I will keep up those interest that interest whether people like it or not. <laughs> you you have to fight Square for three different things. You have to make sure that they one give you more fish and more exciting fish to catch. Two more housing options to help, help display your fish and other interests, and three glamours to go along with it because you need to look good. There is a tier five tank in game now. Um, because the fish tanks come in four sizes tier one, two, three, and right. four can depend on the size of fish and the number of fish they can hold. Tier five, at least it looks like five. Uh, the tier five aquarium is in the studio, is in the studium, and you actually mm-hmm. see it during the studium quest. Square Enix, if you're watching that, if mm-hmm. you could just add that in and make it like a 10 point, fit, like a like 10 point yep. tank, that would be great. <laughs> it's true. I've done that quest. Yeah. You do see it. It's a very large. Yeah. It's a great thing. It's a great quest. I, I could, it is. Oh, let's fish lore. Completely other topic. Yeah. Um, but that quest was great for fish lore. It really is. It's it's solid. Yeah. Uh, so I have one last question. It was in chat earlier, but it was uh, from Sarah who said, I was looking at Fruity's old videos since I still need Heaven's Word fish. And the videos note that info is dated. Is there any way to convert the instructions or do I need to wait for an update? So 
Um, for my guide specifically, if it is active on my channel, it, it still works. I will take down guides if they don't work at all. I had two or three spear fishing guides that you can no longer access um, once 6.0 came out. I only want to have information that works. Like you have to be able to use it. Um, the reason that a lot of those are marked legacies because that they were recorded and written based around level 80. But we're level 90 now. We have uh, like a new suite of tools that we can use. It did radically change how some fish, uh, how you would approach catching some big fish. I should point out that when I usually talk about fish this entire time, I'm talking typically about big fish, um, of which there's 248 now or something like that, 250 something. Um, the other 100 and, or the other 1,100, 1,200 fish. Uh, rarely have anything special tied to them. They just show up and cast out a little bit and you'll get them. But anyways, so you can still use those guides. They're based around level 80. Um, if there's an update to it, if, if it says legacy and there's an update that warrants it, I've usually added the update as either a pinned comment or a description mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in the comments because it's still a, it's still a valid method, so I don't pull it down. Um, and then just wait until I recatch the fish and then re-record it and re-edit it. That is my plan to eventually update at least the major fish like Ruby Dragon, Stethacanthus, uh, even Warden has new methods now for catching. So, um, yeah, that's that. Awesome. Well, Trudy. Mm-hmm. Can you let people know where they can find you uh, across all your socials and oh, that's right. I have to, places? I have, to, I, have to, I have to do that now. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was such a good transition and I dropped it. Um, I floundered. Um, <laughs> so uh, you can find me on YouTube uh, at Fruity Snacks or it's like slash C slash Fruity Snacks. Mm -hmm. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Fisher Fruity. And uh, you can find me basically in the Fishcord, which is discord.gg slash Fishcord, F-I-S-H-C-O-R-D. Um, or if you yell really, really loud, I might be able to hear you if you're in like the New York area. <laughs> Fruity! <laughs> wrong, wrong coast. <laughs> the better coast but um, uh, I'm, I'm lost in the midwest <laughs> i'll accept the midwest midwest is okay yeah but um i think that and then obviously go and check out the A's, the Aorzean aquarium uh it's in lavender beds on marlboro ward 16 plot 59 it's a small house this is a small house with like 23 rooms in the back it's hard to miss mm -hmm. um <laughs> uh, we're open all the time. There's no hours. There's no entry fee. I think that's dumb. Uh, Lots of guests. So, yeah. Oh God. Uh, opening night, we had to empty the guest book hourly. I can um, see that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we had about a thousand people through. I think in the first twenty four hours. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. It was. It was overwhelming. 
Racing Street kind of woke up the next morning and the team was kind of sitting in like, it was like at the end of the Avengers with the shawarma shop. They're all just sitting there going, what just happened? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's another story. Um, but uh, yeah. So um, Twitter, YouTube, Arizian Aquarium. Uh, I think that's it. Well, I've also uh, been told that the sandbar is open tomorrow night at uh, from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. So if you're RP inclined, um, we aren't an RP venue, but we have RP events. Um, that would be the sandbar, uh, serving food, come out, hang out, role play with your date or your enemy. I don't care. Um, from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. We so brought swordfish at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a pistol fish too. Um, uh, so no, it's flinch strike. That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, so yeah, come That's out enough. tomorrow. It's about 24 hours from now. It'll be open. Sounds good. And uh, you get to see all the wonderful fish behind me. Ooh. I, which I've gone and seen, and it's good. You should go. Moving and, though, they're more alive. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're not static. As static, they're they're actually moving. I tried doing a GIF, and I couldn't get it under ten <laughs> and look good. So, <laughs> so that uh, of course, uh, the last question is: uh, Fruity, do do you want to come back on the show and in, in, in the future and discuss more fish, fish and, lore. And, and fish lore? Maybe if if you'll have me, I will uh, happily come back. Yeah, like, of course. Uh, we got uh, the whole fish lore thing. Um, uh, if you're on my Twitter, look up my whole spiel about how the seventh under umbra, how the someone made a joke about the Baja blast in the seventh <laughs> umbral calamity uh, uh, affected the trout population. And it is, in fact, canonical that the trout population of Eorzea was affected by the seventh umbral calamity because of one fish. Um, right. And I, I, I walk through that entire thing. If you, if you want to get some fish lore in, go check that out. If not, I will happily come back and talk about the weird things Alex did. <laughs> I, I constantly now hear fish lore, and I keep wanting to call it just floor for short. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, well. No, we're... <laughs> no. Okay, good. All right. Well, <laughs> gonna gonna oh no, gonna get out of this, I guess, with uh, letting you know that game streams are on Sunday, Mondays, and Thursdays, times and specifics on Twitter and Discord. Episode 199 of our podcast is happening on Friday, June 17th, live from the Crystal Data Center with guests, former Maelstrom Radio producer Dylan Thorne and our co-organizer uh, Blackjack to chat about the Infinite Madness. So the live Blitzball event that's happening over on uh, Crystal will be live there. We're we are not uh, live casting the the event, but we will be talking about Minfinia Madness because uh, we uh, what we ain't is, uh, you know, shoutcasters. <laughs> so <laughs> what we are, though, are, you know, unfunny comedians. That's <laughs> so uh, with that, uh, as you know, when we reach 666 followers, myself and crew, of course, Quentin and uh, producer Susan. Uh, will uh, sit here and watch me run through Hades as much as possible. Uh, the game, not actual Hades. No, 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 no. Not, not as much as possible until you complete it. I will complete it. I will finish Hades. <laughs> I will escape hell. Uh, and when we reach 777 followers, again, all three of us 
uh, we'll be wearing, uh, we'll do a Kigurumi stream. Uh, it's going to be adorable. And, uh, we, you know, we're going to do it. And, and regardless of weather type, uh, if it's going to be hot or cold, we will be wearing Kigurumi. So, uh, I'll just. It will be more often than 90 seconds every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, there will be Kigus. Uh, there's still time to take the Final Fantasy 14 survey that Susan created for a game she is making for Maelstrom Radio's 200th episode. That is so very close. Uh, just two weeks. don't. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, just do not tell myself or Quentin what uh, what's in there. Uh, but we have over 100 responses, and uh, you know it's a it's a game. It's family feud style, so that's why we need your responses. So, uh, you know. So. Oh, I can't, can't, oh, love it! I'm stealing that cast. <laughs> so you know. Yeah. <laughs> or join our Discord, Discord at com slash Discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show. That's never happened before. <laughs> Uh, no, hold on. I got the, well, see what we're going to do <laughs> is, uh, re redo it. Uh, see what, what had happened was, <laughs> uh, I hit the wrong button and, uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, there's, oh. there's no auto stop once that starts. So, uh, <laughs> can't, can't kill it. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, I got it. You know what the magic is, is that uh, for all of you uh, not knowing, uh, I'm an audiomancer, and <laughs> that will definitely be fixed in post. Uh, so for now, <coughs> uh, you know, thank, thank you, uh, everybody, <laughs> for sticking around. <laughs> so uh, guys, gills, and non-binary fills, as always, Till sea swallows all. Keep listening. <laughs> Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by MaelstromRadio.com and Blackfire Media. Produced by Flattis Shintier and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash Discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show.